the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We have one final look at our series, God's Love Child, The Promise, taken from Genesis, where God promises Adam and Eve redemption from their sin and ours. Join us. From Valley Bible Church, right here in Hercules. Hi there. Welcome to the broadcast. This is Truth For Today. And today, Pastor Phil Howard takes us back with one final look at Genesis, our series, God's Love Child, The Promise. We're looking at that promise and the eternal life that God's promise brings, not only to you and I, but to all who would believe and surrender their lives to Christ. For more of this glorious promise here in the new year, our teacher and pastor, here's Pastor Phil Howard. You're evicted from Eden because of your choice. Uh, pain is coming to the woman. Remarkable, incredible pain. Domination by the male species is coming. Men, where you could have gone out and just harvested crops that just grew of themselves, now you must sweat, you must labor. It will not be easy to sustain yourself. And then in the midst of this, you're going to turn to dust. You brought about physical death, spiritual death, ultimate death and separation from God. And in the middle of this, God cuts off any access to life. You can't ever reach the tree of life again. I designed it to give you perpetual life, immortality, so long as you ate from this tree. But I've cut it off I've banished you from the garden. And so from here, Genesis on, man is in search of paradise, doesn't know where to find it. He's in search of life. He doesn't know where to find it. And so he staggers through history like a drunk man in a fog. And he cannot find God. He cannot find life. He cannot find meaning. So we're on drugs. We're on everything that blows your mind because there's nothing else to live for but getting high. There's nothing to life. The wisest man that ever lived, the richest man that ever lived, he said, I've tried wine, women, and money, and it's all like chasing the wind. I'm no better. I'm empty. I'm empty. I'm empty. It's all vanity. A Hebrew way of saying it's all like chasing the air. Jesus comes to this world, and he says repeatedly, especially in the book of John, I have come that you might have life. I have come that you might have life. He met a man by the name of Nicodemus, who of all people you would think would have life. He was full of religion. He was on the Sanhedrin. He was a teacher in Israel. And Jesus came to him and he said, you know what? You've got the right kind of religion. You just don't know God. You've got the only religion on the earth that God approves, and that is Judaism. 
It has gone awry. It has gone apostate. And he said this to this man, a very religious man. He said, Nicodemus, unless you get a source of life from above, you will never see the kingdom of God. When he said you must be born again, the word again means from above. Nicodemus, you've got to be born from above. And he said, can a man enter his mother's womb and be born a second time? He missed it totally. He said, no, no, no. We're not talking about physical birth. We're talking about a birth where God imparts his divine life from above. And he gives you eternal life. Unless you have that life, you will never see the kingdom of God. And if you get to tell him this, he said, Nicodemus, you should know this. You understand Ezekiel 36. You understand the prophet said you'd get a new heart. The prophet said God would wash you clean. God would change and create a new spirit in you. You're full of external religion. You know what to tithe on. You know what the, the yeas, the nays do. Don't, 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 don't. And many of you grew up on religion, but you don't know God. It's a terrible thing to think you're getting a trip to heaven because you've punched the religious ticket. Nicodemus is still in the dark. So Jesus begins to expound. says, Nicodemus, do you remember Israel in the wilderness? They were out there because of their sin and the murmuring. God unleashed serpents on them. And the serpents were biting the people. The people were dying left and right. And finally, Moses says, God, what are we going to do? Are we going to lose all of Israel to snakes? And God said, I want you to take and make a snake out of brass. I want you to put it on a pole, and I want you to raise it up so the people can see it. And anybody that sees that serpent, isn't this a weird cure? If you look on the serpent, just look at the serpent, the one who represents your curse and your problem, Look there, and I'll heal you. What a weird remedy for snake bite. Look on a brass pole with a brass serpent on it. Then Jesus said, Nicodemus, in the same way must the Son of Man be put on a pole, but it will be a cross. And on the cross... God will curse him. And you already know from Deuteronomy that any man that's ever killed and put on a cross, he is under a divine curse. You know that. Deuteronomy, and you're full of the law, Nicodemus. So must I, the son of man, God's going to take me and he's going to put me on a pole and God is going to put the curse of the race, the loss of life, the loss of relationship with God, the loss of fellowship with God. And in a moment on the cross, only six hours, I'll be there. But at noon, I'll begin to scream that God's abandoned me. For at that moment, God will make me to be your sin, your curse, your damnation, your exile, your rebellion, your choice to be God. God will judge me in those three hours as though you were be, being sentenced forever. And guess what, Nicodemus? If you just look to the Lamb of God, and you, then he says those famous words, right after he says about the serpent, he said, you know God so loved the world 
that he gave up a son. He didn't send us an offering, and he didn't send us the 11th commandment. The law can save no one. Good works can save no one. Works, religion will never save you. He didn't send us another set of Ten Commandments. He said, I send you one that will, as the serpent, represent the sin against God. He's soul of the world. That whosoever believes in him need not perish. I've given you access to the tree of life, but now it's not a tree that you eat of. It's a person. And Jesus said in John 6, unless you assimilate and take to yourself the Son of God, like you would eat bread, like you would drink wine, unless I get in you, I can do you no good. A Christ outside of you will never save you. He must come into you. What is eternal life? I had someone recently ask me, said, what is eternal life? Well, I think a lot of people think like this, uh, do you want to go to heaven? Would someone have to be rather semi-insane to say, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. No, no. Yo, well, you want to go to hell. And then we give them, they pass their IQ test. No, you get anybody to want to go to heaven. But then if you said, what if you realize that heaven, C.S. Lewis said it this way, take Jesus Christ and God will throw in heaven free. You take Jesus Christ, and God just throws in heaven. Because First John said, He that has the Son has eternal life. He who does not have the Son does not have eternal life. Then he says, These things I've written to you that you might know that you have eternal life. God wants you to know you have it. And he gave all the proofs of it in First John. We can know that we've passed from death to life. We want to do the right. We don't want to practice sin. We want to love the brethren. And it goes on a bunch of proofs there. But he that has the Son, it's like this. Uh, let's say that's eternal life. And, and I tell you this. If you take my Bible, if you just receive this Bible, you'll get everything that's in it. And... Ritualists, you say, you've got so much stuff in your Bible, how do you find the Bible? And this one's kind of cleaned up, but no, I stuff in here, a little quote there, a little bit there, stockbroker's number uh, stuff, <laughs> you know. But if you take my Bible, you get what's in it. You take Christ, and you got everything God wants to give that the tree of life could never give you. You get paradise back. You get heaven back. Eternal life is a person. And eternal life is a quality of life. You see, both Christian and non-Christians will live forever. You will live forever. Now, the Greeks said that's not true. The Greek, Plato, all of them said, you stop at death. You become dust. It's over. Well, if you're sophisticated, you can become new age, and you can hope you can land on another planet. And join Shirley. You can just wander out there. I'm released from my body. I get to wander the planets. If that's your idea of the afterlife, help yourself. 
But Jesus said there's two destinies. One is separated from God forever. The other is to be with God. And taking Jesus Christ as your Savior, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, if you believe in me. Now, what does it mean to believe in Christ? He uses it interchangeably in John. To as many as receive him, to them he gives the power to become sons of God, even to those who believe on his name. What does that mean, believe? It's the idea of trust, of reliance upon. It's not just... um, Yeah, I believe he existed. It's amazing how many people give God credit for existing. It's nice of them. I mean, to acknowledge the creator. That's nice. But then say, I I know people. I was one of them. I've never in my life ever believed Jesus didn't die for my sins. Any of you ever grow up that way? I always knew he died for my sins. Even when I was going to hell, I knew that. Because I grew up in church. I knew he was buried. I knew he was right. When I was at the playground when I, when I was a kid, if you said, God damn, took his name in vain, when I was used to be bad, I'd hit you. And the guy said, why would you hit me? Never take God's name in vain, you dirty so-and-so. <laughs> Just leave God out of it. I mean, I can call you anything, call your mama a name, but don't bring God into it. And let's go steal something. So I wasn't a Christian, but I knew all the right answers. Huh? I could fill out the doctrine on Christ. Is he the son of God? You better believe he is. Was he born of a virgin? You better believe he was. Have you ever received him? No. I've been exposed to him, but I've never received him. That is an act of faith when you say, Lord Jesus, I want you. And I reach out the empty hand of faith and say, I take you to be my Savior. I believe you're the, the source of eternal life, the way back to God, the way to paradise. And I can begin eternal life now. I don't have to die. Eternal life starts now. I told once before a story, but it's a story that comes out of Christmas And so bear with me repeating it for those of you who've heard it. Sometimes I have people tell me, you've said that before. (laughs) It's very rude of them, (laughs) especially when my wife says it. (laughs) Forty-five years, you repeated that. Give me a break. The story is told of a uh, wealthy widower who was raising his son, that he loved. He had so much wealth that he spent much of it on collecting fine art and taught his own son to collect this art. He became an avid uh, art collector, Picasso, Monet, on and on. Had millions of dollars worth of fine art. Everything's going along fine, and the father delighted in his son's acumen an ability to love what he loved. War came, and the boy was recruited. And the dad was sent a notice that his boy was missing in action. After about two weeks, a soldier came to the door and told him that the son 
had been killed in action. And he said he was out rescuing wounded men. Later on, he found out not just one man, but many men. He was, I don't know if he was a medic or what he did, but he rescued many men. And uh, in that report, when he made that report, he had a package in his hand. He said, uh, I, I knew your son. He was my friend. And he said, I'd like to give you this. He said, I, I, I'm an artist. I like to paint. And so the dad opened the package, and inside of it was a portrait of his son that this soldier had painted. And he did an excellent job on the facial features, and the dad was just overwhelmed. Well, the dad eventually put that picture over the fireplace, over the mantle. He moved million dollars worth of paintings aside, aside, and he would sit there and year after year, the focus was on that picture of the boy. It seemed to bring him to the room for him. In time, he died. And when he died, it came the day to uh, get rid of all the art. And he, in his will, he'd hired an art dealer to auction off all this collection. And so on that day, the auctioneer got up and he starts off. The th first thing he put out there was the picture of the sun. A man in the audience was insulted. Uh, he said, uh, why insult us with such art? Why the insult? We came here to buy these million-dollar pieces. We came for the Picasso. We came for the Monet. And nobody would bid. After a while, there was a gentleman there that knew the old man, knew the son in his youth. And he finally said, uh, will you take $10? Will you take $10? And they listened. Who will make it 100 Who will make it 2 Nobody else bid on it. $10. Gets the painting of the boy. At this point, the auctioneer hits the gavel, said, this auction's over. Men begin to scream in the back of the room. This is a fraud. We came. We came to buy fine art. What's this? Why are we stopping? He said, it says in the will that whoever takes the son takes all. And that's, that's what God says. If you'll take Jesus, you can have everything God's got. You can have heaven. God is willing to be stuck with you forever if you'll just take his son. Can you imagine that? I mean, how long do you want your mother-in-law to visit? Forever? See, I don't have any so I could talk this way. There's some people, you're glad to see them come, and you're really glad. Anyway. Uh, God says, I want rebellious sinners who chose themselves over me that finally the Spirit of God made them see Jesus is my best gift. He's eternal life. And if you receive him, God will throw in everything else. Do you want the Son? Have you ever received Christ? What keeps you from it? 
Oh, there's so many excuses. I'm not ready. I'm too young. Uh, I like my sin. Uh, Oh, Jesus said men don't come to the light if they love the darkness. And I just ask you, are you tired of the darkness? Would you like to come into the light? If you'll receive him and he makes it, believe in him. And I stay here all day and give you 1,300 definitions of believe and still not enable you to believe. For we're saved by grace through faith. And this is a gift from God. It takes God to enable you to believe him. Do you want to believe? Do you want to receive? If you do, today will be the greatest Christmas gift you've ever had in your whole life. Receive Christ. Receive Christ. And you won't be disappointed. I want to pray for you. And uh, let's just bow our heads. And maybe there's someone that you would let me know that you want Christ and ask me to pray for you. And I'll include you. Are you here? Anyone here said, I've never received Christ, but I want to know him. I want him to come into my life. Is there anyone there? Well, especially remember you, to remember you in prayer. Let us pray. Father, only the Spirit of God can convince us of our need of Christ. And only he can open our eyes and remove the blinding influence of Satan that keeps us from seeing the gospel. We pray, save, Father. Only you can save. No one else can. You sent us one called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You sent us one called Emmanuel, for he is God with us. We ask you, Father, save those who have never received eternal life. And may those of us who are now in the family, who have been forgiven, who are going to heaven, paradise has been restored, and that we have the Lord Jesus living in us. May we rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Even when the dust is being put in the ground, we rejoice for this eternal life gives us a promise of a new body, of a resurrected life. We are joined to a living God who does not major in death. He majors in life. Receive me, and I'll give you the life that Adam and Eve lost. Oh, Father, bring us back. Bring us back. Let our exile in sin end. Let us come home. Let us come home. There's nothing like home, and there's nothing like being at home with you. We thank you for sending Jesus, your unspeakable, indescribable gift. We bless your name. And his church said, Amen. That you might grow in Christ and find encouragement in the day-to-day lives that we lead as believers in Christ. It is a challenge to live in a dead and dying world, is it not? Especially knowing heaven awaits us. So it is a delight to be able to come to you on a daily basis and provide you with this encouragement from God's Word as we teach and train and and preach the gospel of Christ for the glory of God and your good. This is Truth For Today, Pastor Phil Howard, taking us to God's Word that we might be mutually edified in grace. If you have questions or comments about the broadcast, maybe you would like to hear the program again. We have a couple of ways that you can reach us. 
The easiest, of course, is our phone number, 855-833-9864. If you would rather visit our website and work through the website, you can do so, truthfortodayradio.org. A lot of resource materials available there. Besides our podcasts, you'll also take advantage of the many other resources, books, and materials. It's all at truthfortodayradio.org. You can write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. 94547 is our zip code. Oh, and by the way, as you come alongside Truth For Today in a financial way, for a gift of $10 or more, we'll send you Pastor Phil Howard's book called Jesus Christ, The Revealer of God. Now, this is an amazing book, a book that takes a look at Christ and how he does, in fact, reveal God in every aspect of his life. Again, this book is yours for a gift of $10 or more when you support the ministry Truth For Today. Simply call or stop by our website and pay us a visit there and order your copy. Again, for a gift of $10 or more as you support Truth For Today, 855-833-9864. That's 855-833-9864. And our website, you can securely give a donation there as well, truthfortodayradio.org. And then we would also invite you to join us for worship. If you are not involved in a fellowship near you, consider this an official invitation to join us here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. For directions and information, you can visit our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or again, call 855-833-9864. And then, would you please mention that you were invited by the radio broadcast to one of our ushers? It would mean a great deal to us. Whether you visit us in person or simply stop by our website or listen to us here on the radio, we hope to see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.